You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 218 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane, how are you doing? It's been two weeks. Been two weeks. Horace was here. Right. Andy Patterson and the, and the boys came down. Yeah. And uh, now we have a connection. We're, we're having Visigoth on the show today. Yeah. Right? And the, the Visigoth is and here. And the thing, well, they're not here yet. They're not here yet. So I don't want to I don't want to count my chickens before the eggs are hatched or before however shit that goes. Or, yeah, before before don't they get count baptized. Your chickens before they're baptized. <laughs> no, but uh yeah, Andy Patterson did the thing. I I mean, I just I feel like I just went right in. I didn't even tell you how handsome you're looking by the way today. Well, I feel pretty good. Oh, you're looking good. No, but okay, so Andy you look Patterson good too, by the way. Oh, thanks. I, I don't I don't a lot of times I don't tell you that you look good, but you're looking good. I feel like you don't understand how much that means to me. I feel like you don't. I no. feel like you couldn't. I feel like you couldn't know. Good friends don't like to tell each other how, how well they're That's doing. That's what I'm, you know, I agree with you. I mean, I tell you mostly because I'm just, I, I mean, the problem is, is when you walk in the room, you light it up. And it's like, you know, let's just, let's just let them know. Let's that tell is them the how very first time I've heard that. So for that, I thank you. And you light up rooms too. Oh, thanks. I feel so, like I feel like right that's just something you. that you're saying to no, to make me feel a little look bit better. Wonderful. Even though. You look wonderful. You look great. Oh, thanks. Okay, all right. But so Andy Patterson recorded Visigoth's new album, which is out today on Spotify, and I assume everywhere else where fine music is sold. Right. And so that's the connection. Conqueror's Oath. Yeah, and I can't. I'm pumped to talk about. It. I don't want to get too weird about because I mean, the, you know, isn't the problem that is, like the the title of 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 heavy metal? Uh, like, what a title for an album, The Conqueror's Oath. Uh, well, dude, and the thing is, is they are like they are an anthemic band, man. That's what they do. They make you they make you want to make friends with assholes at bars because you're all singing the same song. I think anthems. I think all good heavy metal is in some way or another. Yeah. You know, a, a, an anthem. I, you know, whether what? it's rain and blood or whatever it is, mm-hmm. these guys have it in spades. Well, let's say that because we're also going to be talking about a movie that's brand new, and I chose it because you wanted a new one. It's called A Dark Song from 2016. It was on Netflix, so you can go ahead and play along if you if you're interested in that. We're going to be talking about that, but I do have one announcement before we get into anything. All right, the douche cast is back. The douche cast. Who's in it? Me and Stephen Thompson. Love him. And Vaughn. Oh. And Tim Dave. I don't know if you know. <laughs> no. I don't know Tim Dave. It's been a long time. We haven't done one since I moved here. I mean, we haven't done one since Wasn't long Johnny ago. in there? He, no, no, Johnny. Johnny was, was never, never a douche, douche, a douche caster. I, I was, He's a douche, but he was never. Well, sure. We all are, aren't we? No, but so that's out. If you go to motionpicturemassacre.wordpress.com, it's there available for you. Oh, I know what I'm listening to tomorrow. Oh, work. dude. For God's sake. I'm just going to. I'm just. The thing is, if you're going to listen to that, you got to realize something. It's a whole different dynamic. I they're they're all a bunch of human garbage. 
They're human all a bunch filth. of human filth, and I have to kind of keep the you know keep the level higher than it normally would be if I hadn't have been there. Sure. But they still got away from me a couple of times. So it's filthy. It's terrible. It's bad. Motionpicturemassacre.wordpress.com. I just wanted to go and throw that out because I'm pretty excited that uh, I mean because I think the when we were doing it, it was Cadaver Lab days when we right, were really yeah. hitting it hard. We've probably only done one since the, the Corpse Cast, so that's been five six years, man. I so. mean, how many episodes did you ever put out? Oh probably less than 10 10 yeah. 11 so but we're back oh yeah and i'm listening just, to that tomorrow it's 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 a it's a good time so where do i get that again motion picture massacre dot wordpress dot com vaughn's uh, yeah Vaughn, yeah vaughn put it out I, did, I didn't put it out on ours i figured love those guys yeah yeah they're 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 a hoot they're they're a, they're a, oh god i can't wait i'm gonna tune in <laughs> no. i'm tuning in so okay so that's all the announcements. The guys are about to show up. Well, they'll show up in uh, probably half an hour or so like that. They'll you show wanna... up in Sills and Sheets. Oh, I don't know. I kind of want to wait to do the movie because Ricky watched it too. So do you mind if we, maybe we'll just do the movie after the band or, or do you want to uh, do it now? No, or it's baby, whatever we, you want. No, we do it the way. No, no, okay, no. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, no, I'm no, just, yeah, 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 I'm no, just, no, I'm no. just, I just want to make sure every, you know me, I'm a Let's get Ritzy in on the movie. He watched it. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. So let's do that. I, I, I know that you need to get home, you know, in an early hour. Well, I like to be in bed, uh, twilight. Yeah. By 10 o'clock, if yeah. I can do that. Well, and you'll, and you'll still make that for sure. And I'll make that for sure. Okay. So, so I'm fine with that. Then why don't we go ahead and play a song right now from the aforementioned Visigoth. Do you want to do uh, By Steel, By Silver? The hit single. That's, the, that's not even their single, which is It's ironic. not? No, the Warrior Queen is, which is oh. the second one. But oh, That's interesting. So why don't we go ahead and play, oh shoot, I hope it's called By Sword, By Silver, or something like that. It's something like that. You'll hear it. We'll get the name steel of it. and silver, I think, or some yeah, whatever. You guys, I you guys, I didn't prepare. I don't have a list like right this. here. By steel, by <laughs> All right, silver. let's go ahead and let those guys play it, and we'll be right back with them.
I am as happy as I can be right now because I am looking in the eyes of a first-timer, but a Visigother. Can you believe this? Jameson is here with us in studio with uh, me and Mike. We've had Visigoth on two times, and we've got one member of Visigoth both times, but we got a different one today. I'm special. Jameson, I mean, I mean I'm not going to lie to you. You're my favorite. Oh, thanks. You're my favorite. You're the best. I no, probably, I'm not. I probably drink the most out of all the guys. Well, well, well not all the guys. Well, I, I feel a connection with you more than I feel with like other people. Is it that, is it that time we hooked up? Well, I hooked up with them too, so uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. You bitch. No, now, I, I know. It's, I'm not a. I'm just a. I'm just a, a red blooded American man. Yeah, that so, likes uh, heavy metal music. What's wrong with that? That's nothing wrong with that. Uh, depends on who you ask. Tipper Gore might have a problem with that. It's true, but what Democrats. Tipper Gore put the stamp that made yeah. every rock album great? Actually, you that's do, true. You should thank her. That's for true. That, I think. No, she, Slayer's that was album where parental advisory yeah. is like buying, <laughs> buying, buying. When I was a kid, that was like a magnet. It was just like 14-year-old brain. I'm going to buy that. But shit. you know I, what happened to me? Whenever I bought those, I had to like, okay, so I mean, I shoplifted a lot, but. Smart. Well, because, you know, because they were 15 bucks. I was a kid. We had to take the bus up to Leighton Hills Mall to steal albums. But the thing is, is that like stealing those was less of a risk than putting them in my pants to get them into my room uh, from my parents. I was more scared of my parents finding me with a parental advisory than I was of the pregnant lady that worked at Musicland. That makes We're, sense, though. Yeah. I mean, your parents will like ground you and take away stuff and like hit you. What is this? They hated Haunted they hated Chapel. They hated, what does no. that mean, Michael? One time they caught me with, uh, I had Def Leppard's hysteria. Ooh. And, then, yeah. and then they shit Ooh. their pants. And I'm glad I didn't tell them. That a couple of weeks before, I got all the, I got uh, seasons of the abyss, and I got <laughs> so you know, uh, all you know, all but the where stuff. Where did you hide those? On my butt. I mean, but when Booty you, stuffing. I mean, you've got, you've obviously got a bunch of cassette tapes laying around. Yeah. They found that one. Where are you hiding? Oh no, they found the that one because I was not being very careful. That was on mm. my bedspread because I was listening to, uh, to, uh, are you getting it? Really getting it. Yes, I'm a getting it. Come on, Steve. Get it. Come on, Steve. All right. All right. Jameson, I'm I'm glad to have you here. What is the... What battle axe? I mean, what 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 do you, do we call it? Guitar player? Do we call it uh, battle axe? Do we call it? You can you can call it what you want. I I'm a guitar player, I guess, as I would call myself. D- but D- I'm I'm also lame and boring. So oh, that's not true at all. Uh, no. Uh, well, if you're lame and boring, I'm lame and boring, and I refuse to believe I'm lame and boring. It's true. You are lame and boring. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. But don't guitar players like to be called something else? Axemen. Axeman, that works. That works. Uh, There's a cool Omen song called Axeman. That's uh, that works. That's cool. I feel like Battle Axe is a great title for, like, you know, if if Jake was here, which maybe, he was maybe, supposed to be, maybe, Jacob. Maybe at one time he says, "We're bringing it all to this <coughs> side of the stage, Jameson on the Battle Axe." I would accept that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm a pretty easygoing guy about titles and shit, though. So, so talk to us about Visigoth, though. You guys have been around. What, what, your first album came out in, what, 2015? Yeah, yeah. And that was a huge hit. You guys had, I mean, I assume, because I know you guys had EPs before that, stuff yeah. like that. You put it out. Um, oh, shit, I'm, the name is escaping me right now. I know every word to it. But the first album was, don't tell me. Tell me. 
Album or EP? Album, album. Uh, Revenant King. Revenant King, right. Yeah. You know what's funny is I, I watched that video today of the Revenant King, and I was talking about how much weight Jake had lost, and so I yeah. should have known that, by the way. We got people asking if we have a different singer because he lost so much. Oh, really? Like, no, all the time. No, look, he, he looks completely different. No, no, So, but that came out in 2015. And uh, I've been to a lot of your shows since then. Yes, you have. And uh, embarrassed myself completely. And that's fine. Whatever. Well, I just so like to work. Can I just rock, please? Can, yeah. May I, please? I, I'm the one getting up on stage and thrashing around like a stupid person. Uh, no, no. You look hot as shit when oh, you're up thanks. there. All your hair. You and Lee's hair is flying around. It's like, oh, my gosh. So you have your basically your whole life to write this. I mean, I don't, I don't know how long you were in the band before that. You have a lot of years to put out The Remnant King. And then all of a sudden, you put out a second album. Which is called Conqueror's Oath, right? And mm-hmm. you and but but there's a very sh- uh, relatively a short time to write that. What was the difference? Um, it was way faster uh, to write it because like we had five years as a band before the first yeah, yeah. record came out, and uh-huh. then three years in between. So uh, some of the songs were written like maybe two months before we recorded. Oh no, the shit! Album, so, really? Yeah, and there were a couple songs where actually like I didn't play on Outlive Them All except for the guitar solo. Uh-huh. That's really? totally Jake Rogers playing the fretted instruments on that one. Oh, except, really? No way. Except the two guitar play, uh, two guitar solos, which are cool. mainly. But like, so we learned that one after we recorded. Really? Yeah. That's unbelievable. So, yeah. It's still working out the kinks on that one. So you'll get to see us screw it up on Sunday, probably. Oh, I cannot wait to see you screw it up on Sunday. So where are you guys playing on Sunday? Big Willies. Big Willies. 10 p.m. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm not going to drink it. I'm going to be home by 11 o'clock and I'm going to go to work the next yeah. day. It's going to be a free show, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a CD release show, but I couldn't get copies of the CDs soon enough. So that's OK. It's on Spotify. Yeah, it's on Spotify. You know, it's out there streaming through the airwaves. See, the and airwaves. that's what that's what surprised me is because I got online today and I did a full on Visigoth day. <laughs> full day like everything uh, full, uh, on spotify i got in there but i was like this this album can't be out so did it come out just today yeah it came day. out today yeah because you know how it shows like the numbers of views or whatever uh-huh. when, there's a hundred thousand or something there was nothing there there was oh really oh, yeah. i saw I a like, ton yeah i'm looking it up i think uh spotify takes 24 hours to do any kind of right so wait, wait, hold, like, hold on i was like wait a minute this isn't even oh no yet. you oh. know what it was it was you you released those two songs early. yeah yeah those yeah, that's what songs. it was that's what it yeah. was so today i'm rocking both albums nice warrior queen is at seventy four thousand over seven seventy four thousand right there you know uh yeah 38 yeah. 338 that's dungeon master that's been out in 24 yeah, hours been out for a while it's that's pretty, pretty nice. that's pretty how does that feel uh it's surreal as as a band from utah it's weird pride the, right yeah i mean yeah. pride in 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 coming from here oh yeah they have a song called salt city living that they've been playing for a while and i'm not gonna lie to you, it tickles my heartstrings i mean how, i like it too i am young and so the night is young and so am i yeah i mean not not really but i like that I like yeah, that. yeah, it's a fun song to play. I mean. what, what do you it's guys more think ro- about that embrace, though? Like people, like your your Facebook page is moving up. You're a newer band; everyone's finding you. Yeah, you know, you're on Metal Blade, which is one of the ultimate labels to be on ever. Right? It's it's good. Yeah, I mean, like the reach is crazy wide, and this is we're going into our eighth year of being in a band, and it's like my sixteenth year playing guitar. Oh, cool. So you know, not. Super old timers, but you know it, it's been kind of a low and slow, every, one foot in front of the other for like ten years, kind of, kind of. How is so it nice being on working? How's it? How is it being on Metal Blade? It's good. Um, t- 
tons of pressure now that we have to like deliver good stuff on time all the time. Oh, okay. Like, we're not allowed to suck anymore, basically. Which oh, was you never did, by the way. BT uh, Dubs. Uh, there were some bird shows. Where I was some... definitely too drunk to stand up. The f- the very first time I saw you was actually at uh, Willie's, and I was mad because there was no stage oh, yeah. there. There's yeah, no... and so my fat ass was blocking people because I'm like, if we ruin their shit, they're gonna stop playing. Oh, yes. I, some guy was reaching for my guitar, and I think I kicked him at that show. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty punk rock. It was probably the most punk rock. You, so you played at Burt's, though. Yeah, we played a shitload at Burt's. By the way, the Burt's, God rest her soul. I yeah. miss Burt's. I miss Burt's. That's what we used to do our video podcast. Do we podcast really there. miss Burt's, though? I, I mean, miss Burt's. Like it's a great place to... to it's, it's, uh, I mean... Everyone's got good and bad memories there. Yeah. I got my nose broken have... at Burt's. <laughs> you got your nose broken. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. I feel like that's not something that's funny. I don't think it was hilarious at the time. No, at the time it was not, but now it is. Well, was it while you guys were playing? Or no, no, it was uh, one of those nights where you go to Burt's to drink, and you know how that always ends up badly. Yeah, because you get way too drunk. We used to do our video podcast there, upstairs and stuff like that. So the pool tables. Yeah, so I always have a yeah. I always have a a, a fond memories of those, except for the time Die Monster Die was playing, and I was rocking up there. And I slipped on fake blood, hit my goddamn head on the pole that's right in the middle oh, of the stage. I have smashed into that pole. It sucks. I mean, I wish that's I could say steel. that pole. Yeah. Hey, right? It, it is steel. Just by like, steel. Uh, no silver to go along with it, though, no unfortunately. Oh. Just, just steel to the dome. I, I <laughs> no, saw, my I, dome's pretty thick. I saw a video of you guys in Madrid. Ah, uh, that was a fun gig. And it was a dude, really fun gig. please tell me about how crazy or weird or amazing that is to be in a country where i mean that has got to be the farthest away from anywhere ever how did that go it was awesome that was our first time ever playing in spain um and it was in front of like 400 people going crazy which was really surprising um I didn't realize how receptive Spanish people were to our music. And it's great. Music. I feel I'm, like I'm really excited music. to go back. It's your music. We're, we're doing three dates in Spain. I couldn't be happier because oh, Spain rules. But by the it's way, great. so we, we failed to mention that they're going on tour. Are you doing Spain on this next week's tour? Yes, yeah. So you're doing Spain. I know you're doing Germany. But the, but the, here's the thing. We got a legit one guy from a legit band in here today on the right. Corpse Cast. Right. And they, yeah. they, they, they travel the world. They do this stuff. And I don't know how legit, but. Oh, shit. Jameson, I, we're just a bunch of guys from Utah. Well, it, I, I, it, I mean, it, I know you. It cool is shit, what it is. It's a rock band, but they're talented. Trying to, to to work their way up, and they're on a, a, a an amazing record label. You know, I wasn't going to do this, but do you know how gay I am from Visigoth? I think I do. I mean, of course, I think he's got a good <laughs> idea. No, no I'm not going to lie to you. So, uh, so we talked about the first album on an, on an episode a long time ago, right? And th- and I. I mean, knowing they're from Utah, I don't know how much that helped, but I listened to the whole thing start to finish, and I was I was blown away at like, uh, first of all, traditional what do you call it? Traditional heavy metal? Because yeah. I mean, I've been reading some of your oh, thanks, Ricky. Oh, so I mean, I've been reading a couple of the interviews that you've done. I mean, they call it power metal, they call it whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, is to me, it's just like old school traditional. I mean, it's, is it? It's not old school. Obviously, you guys, you know, Jake. By the way, Jake's voice is beautiful. You mm. guys are all talented at your your instruments, stuff oh, like that. You. By the way, Jake played the flute. Yes, on Warrior Queen. Yes, he did. He's a flautist. He's a flautist. That you know, and that's so just, he can do it live. Because I wondered mm. about that too when I heard the song. I was like, 
Who's doing the flute bits? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, live, he's got to sing at the same That's time. Right. Right. So, That's true. So That's I'm right. covering for him on the flute with a little lead guitar doodly there. So here's the thing. I'm going to ask the question. I've been dying to ask Jake, but I'm just going to ask you. So when you were writing this album, The Conqueror's Oath, mm-hmm. did you guys get together, all sit around a table, and somebody said, Jake, maybe this album you should do some more oohs. No, he just kind of did that, and we were like, cool. No, yeah. because th- there was so many oohs. There's so many oohs. And it hits, it hits you right in the heart strings. It was a big uh, Celtic Frost kick. There oh, yeah, there's a, a big, lot of oohs. Uh, yeah, 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 there's a big lot of oohs. No, I just I noticed there was no oohs on the Revenant King. Yeah. No and now oohs. there's a tons of oohs. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe he was constipated during that. I don't know, but it works because I'm not going to lie cool. to you. They're always a good moments, right? So Oohs. don't I let know him every... get into the Chamonix. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to have a Chamonix. So I know every word to the Revenant King. But and so I'm starting to learn like like silver. What's I didn't know what the real song name is. I just think it's silver, and uh, oh, by steel, steel by silver, silver, right? Yeah, by fire. But I started doing it. But do you know what? Every word I know, every time he goes ooh, I'm ooh in my key is soul. I'm driving around going ooh. Nice. I feel I feel like a badass. I can't wait for the weather to warm up so you can do that with the windows down. Oh no. It's been like, like 50, 60 degrees. I do that. That's yeah, true. And, and I'm not going to lie to you. I do it in front of like, like I work in Lehigh so I'm driving around amongst the Mormons and I'm just like ooh. Let me ask you this <laughs> about guitar playing. If you don't mind. Go ahead. Because I know you're a, a battle axe player. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I'm going with that because I feel yeah. like the battle axe is is the battle. It works. It's, it's probably about the same weight as the battle axe and like balance and too, you know? And it starts the battle, doesn't it? Yeah. When you're sitting there over a crowd, the lights are low in Madrid. And do you have an intro? Um. Yes, we did on that tour. Yeah. And it's it's building and it's like it's time and you fire it up, right? Yeah. And, you, and you're all tuned up, right? Yep. What's the first thing you do with your guitar? Do you uh, give it one of these? Do you check the knobs? Do you do a... Uh, 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 uh? Uh, well, it depends. Usually, I uh, make sure that it's all ready to go beforehand. And then we walk out and we just hit a big note. And you're ready to go. Do you guys do you guys do double soloage? Right? Oh, no. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We do tons of harmony stuff. How, this this is going to sound like a kindergartner, but how do you... How, how do you come up with a, a solo? I know that sounds terrible. Yeah. But it's like, like when you're, yeah, hear, when you're hearing something terrible. going, bon, you get bon, you get bon. there's Don't people that go that, that, you know, you're writing a, a solo that people are going to enjoy, right? Hopefully. I mean, <laughs> right. hopefully. But yeah. how do you come up with that idea of, I know it sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Well, that makes sense. But it is bizarre to me. Because when I'm here, because you've got a, a piece of music where it's just, it's barreling down the road. Yeah. The singer isn't doing anything because uh-huh. he's usually like, oh, he's doing this. He does like a, he does a fist pump. Fist but, punches and stuff. But he does you, like a lot but of But you fisting. basically have to write a beautiful piece of music to go over the top of that. Yeah. Yeah. How does that even, what do you do in, 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 in the beginning stages? Usually I, uh. What I do just to brainstorm stuff is like I have a recording set up at home. Right. And so we demo everything out before we go into the studio. So we have recordings. So I just if I don't have a demo to work from, I'll just let, like play the riff under it and then just 
you can use a loop function so it just plays the same bars over and over and over. Right. And I just sit there and mess around until I find something that sounds because good. Because the stuff you guys do on that on, on on your records is insane. I mean it's not it's not it's well, not po- it's not poison. It's yeah. not wink wink Wait, hold, hold on. Are you shitting on uh, Pockface motherfucker? What's his name? CC Deville. CC Deville. You, he's you all shit right. on him. He's, he's amazing. He's all right. He's pretty good. I mean But he's sporadic. Yeah. Do you know what I also like Would about you this agree band? With that? I yeah. mean, it's, it's, what do you call that? What do you call that? Those solos that are melodic. It's like melodic, laid back. I don't know. He's not, he's not the most shreddy guy, but his playing works with the band, right? You know, well, are you, we now, still talking now, CC. And, yeah. now, and, now, and now, how do you mix that with Lee? How do you guys get together and go, you know, it's like a KK Downing Glenn Tempton's shit. Yeah. Where it's like, your turn. Pretty much. It's just like, I'll take this section, you take this section. Do you we know how many times time. I've been at a Visigoth show and I started doing this to Jameson, but no, he's like, and he points over to Lee. I'm <laughs> like, oh shit, sorry, shit. That has happened more than once. That's what I'm saying. No, because the thing is, is I feel like you guys have two lead guitarists. I mean, you're, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you guys break that down to your band, but you guys are both playing beautiful solos. You take turns. But I feel like my favorite is is the harmonized solos. You know when you're doing those that are stuff. fun. Those are also it's also and the you hardest. do that a lot. I, I know no I agree because you yeah. got to time that perfectly and stuff. Yeah. yeah, you can't be you can't be apart because it just sounds like garbage. Yeah, and one guy is like, dude, you guys ever do that where you're like, dude, you were way off. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll look at each other and just be like, whoops, sorry, I fucked that up. Because that shit, it it is like inside of itself within a, you know a great song you're playing or whatever all that shit that's going on at the same time that's got to be hard that's yeah. got to be that's got to be a tough t- uh thing to do especially tuning yeah we're if, a, if you're even off my yeah yeah in the slightest bit with tuning you guys look bad. at each other and go we always make sure that we're in tune every time because like lee and i have both been playing for like close to two decades and a decade and a half ish somewhere around there and like, you know, you just learn how to make yourself not sound like shit after a while. And that is definitely like, take care of your instrument. It's and learn to not bend the strings out of tune while you're playing. Ah. Like, you'll be good. If you have a good instrument, it'll be in tune. It'll sound nice. And uh, we both upgraded our guitars enough for like we used to play on instruments that just were like always out of tune no matter what you did, you know. All right. But now Dude, we- back in the day, I would play in a band where we covered a lot of new metal. And I played on a uh, ESP. What do you call that? ESP. Uh, uh, it's not the real ESPs. It's the oh the LTD. It's the LTDs. Yeah. It's ESP. I got it in the other room. ELT uh, 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 LTD. And the thing is, we'd play that, and that would fall out of tune. I would have to tune my instrument as a as a young man. I mean, this is a I mean, this is a long time ago. Yeah. And I would tune that, and I I worry that when you guys are up on stage, you guys don't have like fifteen guitars. You know, you're, you're no. not like you're not like Dave Mustaine who grabs a new guitar for every goddamn song. We usually both bring an extra one just in case we have a string break. So ah, uh, yeah. but yeah, but so you guys keep that, and it always sounds great. And that's you know, yeah, everything's locked down to shit on our guitars. We both play like the locking Floyd Rose things. Ah, uh, yeah, mine doesn't even move. It's like that tuning's going nowhere because we're tuned to like lower than a normal guitar. So uh-huh. that means like we have to put a lot of work into the setup because it's like going beyond the normal range of the instrument, which is why it sounds so big. But it also means I spend a shitload on like custom strings. Ah, how long spend- did you guys take? You went in to, uh, with Andy Patterson again. And, yeah. Uh, how long did that take to do that album? I want to say like just under three weeks, probably of sessions. It was 
It's a pretty good amount of work. By the way, yeah. we had Andy on last episode. Oh, did you? In his band, Horace. Yeah. And we, we were try- I was trying to get him to talk shit about you guys, but he never would. And I'm very Andy upset about Andy doesn't talk that. shit. He's not much of a shit talker. I was totally trying. I needed some shit to talk. He's just it's, so he's, he's, he's a great dude. Though. So you're given a budget to go in there and, and, and you just... So like three weeks, you're in there with Andy and yeah. you, you come out with a finished product? Or- yep. Yeah. And he he does a great job. Uh, I, love he, I mean, obviously, guy. right? Who did, did he? He didn't record uh, Remnant King. He did. Oh, yeah. he did. Okay. So, the, yeah, they both sound great. But I just. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. There's I, something he did to the drums this time around. Though. I don't know. Like in the studio, it was sounding so good. But he's a drummer. So he knows. How to yeah. Drums right. Yeah. Good, you know? I, I felt that with the pop of that snare it was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. There was. I don't know if he like fixed the phase on his microphones or what. I, some engineer technical detail, but it was great. What do they give you? Like five hundred thousand dollars to go into I the wish. studio? I <laughs> wish. Maybe in like 1977. You guys, you guys are on Metal Blade, though, Let's man. Let's spend eight months in the studio and write the song. Let's from buy a house in England and just turn it into a recording studio because we're Guns and Roses, basically. <laughs> that does that not happen? No, no. It's like under five grand, free. Oh no, shit. Yeah. How like, great would it be, though? To go, hey, do you mind? You want to play these chestnut drums or do this or, yeah, go play your guitar solo out by the river. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh yeah, this is wonderful. I get jealous of those old rock bands where you see the studio footage and it's like some right. beautiful place, right? Because like Andy's studio is great. It's functional and it's nice and it sounds really great in there. But it's you know it's like in a warehouse district, right? By the Wonder Bread factories. At least it smells or like, like bread all the time. Or like Purple's, like yeah, we did yeah. this in in a bus or we did this in an old church. You know, yeah. yeah, I feel like those days will never come again. They have those no. videos where they're doing like a giant mansion jam. Yeah, that's all, you know some it, Pink like Floyd strangers or something like that. They're in like a big old mansion jamming. Wait, are you I talking wish. about Balky and Strangers? Larry? Isn't that a fucking great, record? fucking great album? I have no idea. There's a copy in Randy's records. I was just there today. If you're in Randy's records, buy Perfect Strangers by Deep Sweet Purple. Lucy was a dancer. Oh, <laughs> but none of us would chance her, man. Cause she was a samurai. Yeah, I love that record. Ain't so yelling. good, great. So, so, talk to me about touring. I mean, what's it like? You're you're going all over the world to some of the greatest places on the planet, and you still claim to be some like weird guy from Salt Lake. But no, you I mean you're touring. You're doing all this shit. What's it like? I call touring like a like a blue collar working vacation because mm-hmm. like half. If you tour like America, you don't really get hotel rooms or food or even really that much money. Like you can right. kind of cover your gas from city to city if you're lucky and make a little bit on top. Oh wow! With t-shirts. So like on our last big U.S. tour, I slept outside a couple nights and like really. Yeah, like, where, where'd you go on that? I mean, where were you sleeping outside? I slept outside in uh, upstate New York after we played Brooklyn. Uh huh. We drove out of the city to try and find a hotel. Couldn't find a hotel, so we just crashed at a rest stop. And I was the I like couldn't sleep with everyone else in the van, so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'll sleep outside." Whatever. Oh my gosh! Hey, you got to do what you got to do. It's like sure. camping full time, you know. Mm-hmm. In Europe, it's a little nicer. They they will usually cover hotels and give you food and stuff like that. But you know, it's still like you see what hotels look like in yeah. Europe, and you see what venues look like in Europe, and you see what airports and highways look like in Europe. Right. And if you're lucky, you'll do some sightseeing for like an hour. Ah. But you know, a lot of time just waiting. Hurry up and wait is sort of the motto of tour. Hurry but, up and wait, yeah. But, you know, I still have seen a lot of places I would never have seen. And, like, I first saw my first castle from the road. Didn't get to go visit. But, you know, at least I can say I've seen a castle. Of course, you've been there. Yeah, I've never seen a castle before. See, I thought to be in a but huge rock star. Back. 
Oh yeah. I thought that being a huge rock star would be way more like glamorous. Yeah, we're kind of like we're like low low level rock stars oh, right come now. On. We're working our way up. Metal Blade. Know? That metal show knows I, I, who you are. I think the I, I think <laughs> this is the admirable. This is the beauty of of Visigothers because I truly believe you guys will go far with what you guys do. I love well, I, I love your music. It's and, beautiful and and, and you guys have a grasp. One of my favorite labels of all time, dude. All the bands came from there. The rise of Metallica came from there. Yeah, Slayer, Slayer. King Di- I mean, just the the list goes on. I remember and being on. fourteen with my copy of Show No Mercy on the bus. Oh yeah, and just being like Metal Blade. What a cool logo, dude. Right? Like, that was my entire childhood. Was Metal Blade? Oh God, would it be yeah. a dream? Who? Oh. No, you don't get to just you know, climb aboard. You don't get to. You have to work for it. Yeah, it doesn't just show up, and then you have to say yes and do the work. It's been a shitload of work exactly. being on Metal Blade. I, uh, I've got more gray hairs, and I'm not even 30 yet from the last album recording process. I it see was no gray hairs, son. Uh, I shave them off. They're in my beard. I dye my beard. But I'm telling you hairs, what, that is the beauty about you guys and about me. My kind of pride for you guys, because to see somebody that's a, that's a good band that I would listen to, oh. that I like to listen to, or whatever. Yeah. Make it out of here and be on. It's not named that, Neon Trees. And it's, I remember it, seeing Neon Trees back in the day oh, at the too. Comedy Circuit. Terrible. It was, yeah. Dude, where did the use come from? I never heard of that name in my Provo? life. Anywho. Yeah, Provo. Yeah, Provo. Provo. I never What's heard that band of that does before. You I've a... seen you guys go What's bop, 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 bop to, to where you're going. But what I was trying to say is just that. What's that? You guys have everything there to keep succeeding and moving up and, and, and making great music like you're doing it's, you know but it is hard work it's, it's a lot not of just work. yeah it's not uh it's not sandman as, it's not quite as glamorous as everybody says i mean i spend most of, i have a girlfriend um and we are in a long-term committed relationship so that means i'm not getting laid on tour which is like probably <laughs> one of the worst parts when you start you know getting wet dreams and stuff in a van full of dudes whoa it happened to me before yeah wow you're not i mean you're With, uh, you're a young man but you're not young enough to be having wet dreams it happens when no, you, you when have, you just don't touch you yourself don't ejaculate, for a while, you yeah know? you have yeah. a wet dream your body's just like sup dude this is happening i've got a friend that still does not believe that wet dreams are real it's which like, one no, which friend if you quit jacking off no which friend though i want to know it's jeremy sandias he's a liar but <laughs> it's true it's true Jerome is a liar if you but <laughs> see that's where you're you uh, of course jeremy would say wet dreams aren't real they're not real john bonham wouldn't have a he's never dream. he's how, never how? not touched himself in six hours straight <laughs> so it's like yeah uh, you know but it is what it is you guys are you're i mean yeah Wet dreams and and oh such, but you know it's a it's a fact of life, man. You get you gotta. Uh, it's sort of like a working musician joke is when you meet guys on tour that you're buddies with. Uh, be like, so where's the weirdest place you've jerked off? Well, right, and, right. You know, you, you end up masturbating in some weird spots. No, I'll bet. I'll bet. You know, weirder what? spots than your day to day like public masturbation. So you can say you public you, you masturbated I, all over Germany and and Madrid and everywhere uh, else. You know, I don't remember. I actually don't remember. Because they're so good, it blows his brains. That last tour was only I'd 10 like days. I hear though. that where you were laying in between Visigoth and you had a wet dream. You're like, ah. Ah, that was with Deathblow, actually. It was Polly. No was shit. Next to Paula Chica and Holger and Dan. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the last place I would ever come in my pants is between Holger and Polly. You'd think. They were snoring up a storm when we slept in the van in the parking lot in a mall in Seattle. 
And obviously my body couldn't wait. Right next to Holger and Paul. God bless you. That's so amazing. How I don't know how you could do that because they're not handsome, dude. They're not pretty guys. It was the only time you know? that they're you not can pretty guys. Sperm in your pants. I mean, Holger. We I feel like Holger is kind of pretty, actually. Only time. I, I take asleep. it back. Pa- yeah. Polly. Eh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Paul's got like a manly man's charm. You know, he smells like whiskey and cigarettes. And- oh, I love that smell. Yeah, I used to. I take it all back. I take it all back. What I just said. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite band? Ooh. Tough Your all time favorite band. Uh, um, if it's which, not Opeth, we're going to have words. Sheer Errors listen to? Probably Maiden. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about Opeth? I like Opeth. I Especially Opeth. Uh, like Blackwater Park is great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I just wanted to validate myself for liking Opeth. Opeth actually. is good, man. What's the him. best barbarian movie of all time? <laughs> the best barbarian. Now listen it's to It's Conan the Barbarian. L- no, straight up. Listen to the. Words, the barbarian movie, the best barbarian movie of all time. What is it? Think about it. Barbarian, huh? <laughs> he's 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 got nothing. I got nothing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. What are you gonna say? You're gonna say I was gonna say, say Conan, Conan the Barbarian. Gonna, I was gonna obviously. say Conan. I mean, not Red Sonia. Not oh, I'm Red Sonia. I'm gonna good, say, but it's, real, not, it's not Conan. It's I'm gonna Conan. say Beastmaster. Beastmaster. I watched Beastmaster with Jen's dad, and he got so horny. He was like, the tits would come out, and he'd be like, oh, oh. he's like a seventy-year-old man, and all of a sudden he, he realizes his dick still work. That was weird. Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. But he, I, it's the is, he obs- not, is he watching? It's the obscure. God damn it! It's the obscure <laughs> movie. No one thinks about Beastmaster as a as a barbarian. Movie. Oh my! God. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like the last time I watched Beastmaster was the, was the best Beastmaster? with your dad because he was so into those tits. It was on Thanksgiving. We we're we're watching Thanksgiving. Who's your tits. favorite guitar player? Oh, that's even harder. Fuck. Um, Michael Ackerfeld. No. <laughs> Um, who he might you, be a dickhole in real life. He's telling who. Who did you pick the guitar up to and say, "Yeah, I'm going for it." That's easier for me to answer. It was Tony Iommi. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he, he also was, had half a finger. He, yeah, he did have half a finger. So he I've, still does to this day. Yeah. Now, what was the <laughs> Dan Goodfriend with no fingertips? No, that's what I'm saying. No. He had bad luck, man. I think uh, I, I'm a dork. I do a lot of reading on the bands I like. So he uh, was like about to go on tour with Sabbath for the, one of their early tours, and like it was the last day of his job, and he. It was like bending sheet metal yep. or something yep. like that and got his fingers in a machine and cut the fingertips off. That's why he wears those like little rubber nubbins. Yeah. You know, so. yeah got, like, I mean, I, I've always heard that yep. story, but I didn't know if they were real. You know, I've never seen like a yeah, close up of his I read it on the show. internet, so I always assume it's real. His setup is definitely like for a guy with no fingertips. <laughs> right. But he, well, he plays with down the storm. Stuff like that. No, he, he's, he, yeah, you're right. Yeah, some of their songs are like C sharp or something, which is pretty damn low for the time. You know. So, okay, so Visigoth. We'll bring this in and we'll do some trivia. How about that, Shane? Yeah, I've got trivia for you. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's great about this? It's one-on-one because usually it's all the people versus the me. The band against now it's Mike. One, now it's one-on-one. Jameson no. against Mike. So Visigoth, oh. I mean, like I said, I wasn't going to get like too overly I'm emotional. I'm going to say it. My favorite Visigoth. What's Jameson that? Jameson right there. Oh, my favorite. You're too kind. Oh, no, he's mine, too, but he's that's because he's the nicest to me, I feel like. I'm the neighborhood Visigoth, really. I think it's because, you know, I'm the... I mean, we I see Jake every once in a while. We see Lee every once in a while. But, my favorite. But we, we see, and you know, you're always nice to me, so whatever. I mean, I like I like nice people. Who I nice like them all, and I love their music. Love their music. But he's my favorite. Oh, thanks. I'm sorry. 
So Visigoth, so you've got two albums under your belt. One is brand new. You're, you're doing this, and it's amazing, by the way, you guys. Thanks, Mike. I also had a debate with Jake the other day about uh, the first one versus the second one. Oh, yeah. How much I love the first one, and he was just like, oh, no, it's it's got too much, like, there's too much fluff in it. I'm like, what? We were just kind of throwing everything we had I'm not going to lie you know? to you, man. I feel like that's a three-parter. The Revenant King is a three-parter. You got you got your opening. You got your uh, uh, Dungeon Master. You got all that stuff. And then you start like with your uh, uh, Blood Sacrifice and your Mammoth Rider and all that stuff. And then it, and then uh, Iron Brotherhood. And then after that, you got once the Manila Road cover starts, from then on, it's nothing. Everything's beautiful, but then it's nothing but masterpieces. And he was just like, "No, that was too that was too bloated." And I'm like. Jake, you're so little. Don't let <laughs> me you fight you right now. With the, with, the, with the artist dudes that are making That's, their records, though, right? It's nice. Like Everyone seems to have a lot of different opinions, too. So there's no like, it's not like everybody being like, hey, your album was too long. I also don't like give a long. shit about anyone so, else. Yeah. I give a shit about how That's I feel. what about you like, it. right? Yeah. I, I feel like I honestly know like almost every word to that. And by the way, singing it on the way to work sucks. Because Jake has such a great voice, and I attempt to do it, so my voice is gone by the time I get to work. Yeah, his uh, his voice is powerful. No, he's beautiful. He's be- One of the he's questions I would have asked Jake uh, tonight if he was sitting here would have been, you know, that is a natural voice that he has. No. Yeah. I'm not a singer. I don't know how to sing, but I know how to talk loud. <laughs> yeah. Can I help? And what I, <laughs> and, and what I would have asked him would have been, you hear singers, which you love, you think they're great, but they are straining. Yeah. And and no, he's, where he's he great. comes from in his vocal is different than that. Yeah. It is from the the he's not he has no problems there. Yeah, he's definitely singing like his natural range. He's no, not really working which, to get high or anything like which that. Which you yeah. can hear. You can un, you, you can feel it in the records. Anytime yeah. I mean, anytime you hear a record from someone where you you know that voice is coming from somewhere, but it's not strained. Yeah, it just you you feel it. His voice is loud, man. I've uh, been in the room while he's been doing vocal takes. You've been pissing next to him while he's doing vocal takes. It hurts. Downtown music, guys, loud as hell. Here's yeah. the thing, my qu- I was gonna ask him a question because I mean I fancy myself as a karaoke singer, one of the best karaoke singers in Salt Lake City. I'm not gonna lie to you, one of the best karaoke singers. But the thing is, is I have no vibrato. Is that a natural thing that just happens to your voice, or is that it like comes from a different place? Do you, or do, does it? Do you have to work on that? I mean, I, I don't know. I think you got to work on it. Like you know, on guitar, I got to work on vibrato. You can't just do it. it I would have been curious if Jake was here. I would have been curious to ask him where, when did he decide? When did he find that voice? Because yeah. I feel like. He's he was doing that the whole time. He was a kid. He kind of always had a good voice. He he had projects before that he was singing on. I've known him since like 2008. So and did um, you go, man? That dude's got a oh yeah. damn voice. He's yeah. just always had like a fucking loud resonant it's, voice. It's great. It's awesome. It's great. And uh, we were in a band together before that. Where like I was on bass and he was on guitar and Lee was on guitar. It was weird. We did like three shows and then broke up. Ah. and then we started Visigoth and that was really what so he you didn't really singing. break up. We kind of just reformed under a yeah. different name with like two different people. Where do you see so. Visigoth in 10 years? Um, a moon base. Oh, good. A, a moon base in the shape of our logo is where I see Visigoth. Damn. In 10 years. That's, that's some high. That's a great answer. Yeah, sorry. This thing sucks. Sorry. About oh, that's that. all good. Fonzie, okay. Would it kill you to write a song about a fucking dragon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not. You got to take that up with Jake, though. He does all the lyrics. Like, we can and, write a song while thinking about a dragon. And like, name it Jake's something close to Shane. 
<laughs> you know, Shane the Dragon. It doesn't have to be Shane the Dragon, but you know, it wouldn't hurt to be something like you know, whatever. yeah. Just yeah. work, just work on that. See what we can do. Yeah, so problem the, number three. The people who are listening to this podcast right now, they probably heard of you already because I mean, you're Visigoth for fuck's sake. Yeah, Where that? can they find you online? Where can they listen to your stuff? Uh, so we're all over Spotify, Bandcamp at. Uh, Bandcamp.com slash Visigoth official. That'll take you where you can get the new album. Oh, cool. Um, like iTunes, uh, CD stores, distribution on Metal Blade is really good. I'm so going to I'm gonna buy your vinyl, by the way. I oh, don't even yeah. have a vinyl player. I just want it. I want to yeah. look at it. I want to look at it in the eye. The vinyl, unfortunately, got delayed. So it is not out today. Because um, oh. like every record pl- pressing plant in the company is like slammed. So really? I think it's like two weeks from now. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's become there. like. It's a hipster thing. Again. It's fine. I, yeah. Listen, I'm into it's not VHS. Even hipster, it's just like it's just growing. It's growing. I, I and there vinyl. wasn't there wasn't a lot of companies that was doing it at the time, and now all of yeah. a sudden it's like time to that's relaunch. The, that's the problem. Is most of the plants shut down, and the ones that are still open are like, holy shit, we can't cope with the demand. Right. So right. cool. Yeah, everything gets delayed. So what do we got to do right now? What's up? what's coming up, Shane? So I've got trivia for you, but I want to ask you, Jameson. Yes. Who is the Dungeon Master? Who is the Dungeon Master? That would be our friend Henry Glasheen, who's been a longtime Dungeon Master for uh, Jake and Lee in their Dungeon Master. Like, oh, are they, are they fucking nerds? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, good for them. I, I am too, just like... No, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hand out some swirlies or Melvins. We'll see how it goes, dude. Yeah, I've, I've had get ready for some <laughs> trivia because I've got it for you. Okay, we'll be right back with that. What's your biggest fuck up you've ever done? Ooh. I mean, like the, the 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 real goof where you're like, oh boy. I think the one I'm personally most embarrassed about is uh, when I was in Deathblow. We opened for Creator and Accept, one of the oh. earlier times that Accept played here. I at, was at the there. Complex. We were there. And uh, Accept's we, guitar player, Creator huge and hero Accept. Yeah, yeah. Was that it on was the Enemy awesome of show. God tour? It was. It was the that was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was at the that. complex and Accept just put out like Stalingrad. I think it was their new album. And okay. I'm a huge Accept fan, and so their guitar player is like, you know, we do a sound check. I fuck up an Accept song really bad, <laughs> and I look out. I didn't even notice the guy was out there, but their guitar player, fucking Wolf Hoffman, hero of mine, uh-huh. is leaning against the wall on my side of the stage, walking, watching me butcher his song oh during a sound check and i didn't realize he was out there and uh arms crossed but yeah, he not was even smiling he, no he, he was smirking I, he I was just like oh good for you son. oh good for you good for you i mean now i've learned to play that song correctly well because he was in, it was extremely i'm not gonna lie you, you, you about, and lee uh, are the most Dur- talented guitarists Udo i feel like Dirk i know Schneider. in real life uh last february uh brock and i uh and a bunch of our friends went to san francisco to see udo on a on a tour. Yeah. It was worth From traveling for. It was fucking awesome, cool. dude. What do you think about London Leather Boys as a song? Back in the day, that was troublesome. It's troublesome. It's like, do you? I mean, back in like 1980-something, yeah. it was like, do you like that song? It's like, I, yeah, I like I it. I mean, I do like that song. Help London, me out. London I don't, Boys. What's the, uh, what's the uh, big controversy? Because well, I don't It's know. called London Leather Boys, and it's got Udo Dirkschneider yeah, saying, yeah. London Leather Boys. In San Francisco, I did notice there were a, a number of very openly gay men who loved Udo. So right. he must have been some kind of icon for some headbangers out really? there. Really? That's fine. Yeah. Is that serious? I, I mean, I don't know anything about Udo's personal life. He is, his son was drumming, so he obviously has had sex with a female human at least once. But <laughs> I don't know any more than that, you know? Who cares? Just, Who cares? I, I Fucking being Judas a kid Priest. growing up on that album. Oh, like, dude. So good. Balls to the wall Fuck, and shit. Yeah, Fucking and balls like, to the wall. London Leather Boys. Uh, yeah. yeah. London Leather Boys. Lanchester Cheddar Boys is the parody that we all all us weirdos say 
I've listen. Got some, I've got. Who some cares? Is, okay, hold on. Start that over. Okay. No, I've got some trivia for you. What? Why are you going to cut that out? No, no, no. I'm not going to cut. I'm not. I'm not going to cut it. I just want to make sure. I was talking, and I want to make sure people hear you. Are you familiar with typo negative? Not as familiar as I'd like to. Do, oh, that's so good. That's good news to me, by the way. Well, this but I do is like not typo. going to play into the trivia. But oh. what I did do was I tried Shit. to, as I did trivia this week, I tried to spin by Peter Steele, by Josh <laughs> Silver. I love Peter Steele and Steel. Josh Silver. Yeah. Had that I, is amazing trivia. I feel like I am ready but, for this. I love Type of Negative is my number two favorite band. Typo, but he didn't hear anything that I Peter said because Steel. I failed at that. I lo- I do. I, I failed. Peter Steele. I, he's dead now. By That's Peter Steele, by Josh Silver trivia. By Peter Steele, by Josh Silver, by four. Let me ask you this. By Jameson, Steeler. you're right here before my eyes. I'm looking you in the eyes. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a band called Ashbury? Oh, fuck yes, I have. I have not. So let's not do trivia about that. I will not say anything more than that because the way you said, oh, fuck yes, I have. (laughs) You you enjoy that. Break down the rules to to James. I I know the guys in Ashbury personally. Okay. All right. So the the only thing, here's here's what the trivia uh, contest is. Visigoth Spotify Radio. So what I did is I tuned in. Now, you know, if you've ever been on Spotify, what you can do is go, man, I want to hear some fucking Visigoth. You get yeah. Sarah Thungle but and you, you can, get but uh, you can, go get the salad and all that. You can yeah. you can swing in and you can go, I'm going to hit Spotify radio. Of yeah, Visigoth. yeah, Manila so Road. It, 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 Manila Road. Manila Road. Sarah yeah. Night Demon. Night Demon. Night, Lands, some of I do like Night Demon. Demon. I love those guys. They're you know what, what's, the, what's the guy's name from Night Demon? Uh, which one? Oh, the the, the uh, dude Jarvis. Jarvis, Jarvis yeah, yeah. No, no, we did we did uh, we we talked about his album on the show, and then he started to email me all the stuff, and then he came to to like uh, the metro. Yeah, we hugged. So Jarvis is a very nice guy. It it's so, he's like, like so nice. He's we, like too we work nice really closely with Jarvis a it lot. It sounds like, like you guys, like you, guys you guys, you guys have a hold on this. You understand the idea of it. It's Visigoth Radio on Spotify. So I have five questions for you. Artists that are in your oh boy Visigoth Spotify radio oh boy I might have some guesses of some what I was going to say about Ashbury is can you talk to Brian Slagle about moving them out I don't know that they quite fit oh we play They're, a lot of gigs with them but they do have a different sound than us they, they yeah. it's more of an acoustic kind of a it's a, like a Almond Brothers would, kind of would stuff. you almost oh say I love a, the Almond Brothers a folk. Yeah, it's like but they're a, on Metal Blade. It's like Arizona Almond Brothers. No, they're uh, they're independent and they release stuff through partnerships with labels. I think they ah. they do the festival circuit. They're Very good band. I'm not I'm not saying, but live, I'm just yeah. kind of like, well, they that kind of pops up. You and wouldn't I'm ex- like, you wouldn't expect that they know. play like tons of the same festivals we do. We've done like five or six gigs with those guys. Hmm. Um, even though they sound like Arizona's version of the Almond Brothers meets Jethro Tull. What's a bizarre oh, that band that you've met that? On, on on a tour date or a, like on a, a festival where you're like, I didn't think we would like them, but we like them. Uh, I don't know. Like, I tend to get along well with most guys. I think the weirdest meeting uh, that ever happened was when Brian Slagle introduced us to members of Coheed and Cambria uh, uh, at a show here. Like, it, they're his favorite band, and they're a solid band. I saw the show. They were great they're players. Not, 
Okay. There's not. I don't with listen to them. A maybe lot, right? I don't love them. You know. Maybe so it just with... was one of those things where it's like, okay, well, uh, I guess we're, we're meeting. You're tired. I'm you sure they the give show. a shit about what I think. They but don't, I don't care for them. And it's it was just you know it just was kind of awkward. Like you know we don't really need to be meeting, but we are. And whose hair is bigger? The singer for Coheed and Cambria or the singer for the Melvins, King Buzzo. Mm. King Buzzo, please. If it's not if it's not as big in stature, Buzzo does trim. It's it's also bigger in like manliness. Let's put it that way. He's got more silver to it. He's wizardier. Right. Well, because they've been around since I was in high school. And King Buzzo wears those moo moos too. Yeah, good luck for him. They got the moons and stars. He's he's chunky. Here we go. Here we go. Number one. Oh, by the way, you get the first guess. If you get it wrong, then I get a chance. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So this is. Five artists from your, from Visigoth's Spotify playlist. These are artists that you should, well, you don't have to know. Yeah. But they are directly related to you. Here we go. This band formed in Pasadena. And we need quietness until I finish the question. Are you looking at me right now? And then Jameson gets to go. And then we get that. I know. This I know band this formed in Pasadena, California in 2008. Three studio albums, including Ride the Void and Crisis in Utopia. The song I heard, Death Threats, I'll soon overtake you. Nothing will stand between us anymore. I love this Holy band, Graham. too. Oh, Damn God damn it. Oh, you're by the way, did you? You're it. You no, he, already, it. he already got it. You can take it. But by, no, no, what, what we never, what we failed to explain is oh, when sorry, you get something right, when you get something right, you got to sing's autograph. Turn up the radio. So here we go. You ever hear this? Turn up the radio. Should I know that? That's right. It is. Fuck's sake. And for an extra point, what is the song? It's called. Do you want me to finish? Yeah. Death awaits. I'll soon overtake you. Nothing will stand between us anymore. Hmm. Turn and face me. Repent for your envy. My vengeance runs cold. This is my. You know what's funny is I wanted to say last resort. Like, uh, yes, yes, you're almost there. Oh no, this is my last. Oh shit! I know this. It's not last resort. This is from their uh, their first full length, right? I listened to this. I have that. I have that. I have that on vinyl. This is my last. I I don't know. I thought it was last resort. This is my last. This is my last. What do you do if you're if there's a it's, vagrant in your it's house? It's something. Pee myself. This is my last. Pee myself. What what do you do if you come down the stairs and you see a vagrant in your house and he's trying to kill your dog? Uh, scream like a girl and run the other. No, no. <laughs> uh, wait. Oh, why can't I even? I would fight. But that's not you what they say. Fight, that's a good word, but there's other words for fight. Yeah. This is my last. Oh, man. This is my last attack. Yeah, oh, last attack. That's what it is. It. Holy grail. You know what sucks is I knew that one, but I was afraid that he knew it too, and he got See, it. See, it was you got the buried point. in there. That was on their first EP, right? Yeah, that was on uh, the last. That was the called The song. Last Attack or something. Yeah, and that was like one of the first. They did like the two songs and then like no i met those i love those guys and i bought like three two of their like lps two of their like i don't even have a vinyl player so it's yeah 
They're they're great live, man. We don't. Oh, I love them. No, they play at Metro all the time. This guy do said, play at Metro, I don't yeah. even have a vinyl player. I but I bought no. What no, no. the hell is that? Oh no, I, I I'm a movie guy. I'm more of a movie I don't guy. I have vinyl pants. I'm I into don't VHS. Even have a VHS. Oh no, player. I do. I just bought one actually from a I guy. I keep saying VHS player because you say DVD right. player, Blu-ray player, right? But I forget it's fucking VCR. Yeah, it's VCR. I, it's video cassette recorder. I just watched the Kindred. And it's also called a record player. And a record player. I don't. I don't or have a turntable. If you're getting technical, I don't have technical. a vinyl player. <laughs> All right, number I two. I have one of those weird vinyl. Do me a favor, Shane. Just get on with this shit, please. <laughs> get on with it. Here we go. Number two. This band formed in Africa, Sweden. In 2004, their albums include Into the Night, Death by Fire, and From Beyond. The song I heard on Visigoth Radio, Creature from the Night, Morbid Lust Enchants You, Creature from the Night, Devil's Chain Unfolds Until You Break, Creature of the Night. Deep in ice, all known betrays you, creature from the night, claws of death, undying evil. That would be Enforcer, and the song is Creature of Night. I fucking love you, dude, because that's old. By the way, I hate you both because I'm down two to zero. I love Enforcer. Uh, Sing it. We also know those guys. We've cross paths a couple times Sing. really nice Sing. wait the old turn up the radio i feel like that was the most beautiful we've best ever guest heard ever oh yeah 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 best visigoth i haven't even taken off my ever. pants yet honestly i wish like, you and lee <laughs> lee's fun I, I wish he was here no I, I like lee was the so you're a big band we get one at a time lee and you came that's amazing <laughs> Even though Jake's texting me right now going, oh, sorry, bro. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. Sorry, bro. His job sounds like it sucks. Every time he's like, sorry. Isn't, I he, at, isn't he at Willie's or something? He works at Willie's like part-time, but he's all, his full-time gig is a uh, different company, you know? Nah, They're working him hard. Listen, I'm not, I'm not trying feel, to shit on Jake. I, I love him all. I, you know what? I've never met I'm the bassist ever in my life, so I don't, I don't, I'm not going to pass I'm, judgment. I'm he's a very funny man. Right here. Is he right funny? Now. He's actually really funny. Yeah. Really? Weird. Because yeah. I met I've met all you guys. I've never talked to your bassist. He's quiet, right. but then when he's Does not anyone quiet, know he's that funny. song? Right here, right now. That's Jesus Jones. Thank you. Do I get one? Turn up. No, I don't care. There is no other place I'd rather be. Jameson doesn't want that. Do you know what I like about Jesus Jones? I was he's named after a Lord and Savior. I, I was in a was, I was in a babe. in a goddamn clothing store called uh, what is it called Sam X Sam Sam's Club or something like that yeah. with a girlfriend back in the eighties back in the nineties yeah. that song was on right here yeah right now Jesus I Jones a raging fucking hard on what was his other what was his other top hit it was right here right now and there's one other one. No, that was a Stone Pony. No, that was Stone Roses. That was Stone Roses. That was a good Sorry, jam too though. Thanks, man. Right? No, I fucking love the Stone Roses. Are you kidding me? I like that everything. The Stone Roses. Don't. Yeah, it's the Stone Roses for because sure. Because I like. I want you to adore me. I wanna. I wanna. I Stone wanna be Roses. Your dog. Yeah, they're a British band. I want to be your dog. 
Yeah, that's Stone Roses. That's, I, I know. I know. You don't gotta tell me. I Anyways, I know everything about to Stone Roses. <laughs> everything. Sorry, Jameson. Sorry. Heavy you mind. should be. Here we go. Three. <laughs> All right. Number three. Check this out. This band formed in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I served my mission there. Good uh, weed there, right? Oh no, I didn't smoke the weed. Especially now. Oh bullshit. Not in my mission. Yeah, you don't really usually do that on missions. Do no, you? I was I was a good boy. I know people who have, but I actually do too because I was a leader there, and I was like, oh, so you were dis- dishing out the discipline, right? I was the district and zone leader, and I'm like, elders, come on, with a rule, stop getting like high. A- no, we that, that was a different time back then in 1995, six. Seven. You ever wink at someone and go, dude, what are you doing over there? Fucking have a good time, but no, don't I don't want it. people to have good times. When you're on a mission? Ever. To this day. Too bad. Number three. <laughs> this band formed in Colorado Springs, Colorado in 1981. Released 10 albums, including Mechanized Warfare, The Scourge of the Light, and Ample Destruction. The song I heard on Visigoth Spotify Radio the mission is set. There will be no returns. You know this? As the killer headlights into the night. I have no idea. They all must face the impossible climb. A sheer cliff for Hunter. I know it now. In high. I also cheated. So go ahead. You got it. Go ahead. All right. The band is Jack Panzer. Yep. He right. Uh, the song, I'm not as familiar with Jack Panzer as I should be. So. But you got it from that because that's so not sing. a song. Dig a dig a turn up the radio. I'm telling you what, dude, you're amazing for figuring that out because I'm throwing. I feel like every singer that I've done so far kind of sounds the same. Yeah, it doesn't sound the like guy? Jack Panzer. It doesn't sound like. It's kind of hard to sound like. Can I bring up a problem right now? Can yeah. I bring up a problem for me? I, enjoyable. Yeah, but I need I to bring up a like problem that. for me, Shane. It's now three to zero, so I have no chance of winning. Oh. But I'm going to try my G dangdest. Try. I'm going to keep trying. because I get first crack all the time, you know? Well, that's what I keep telling them. And it's like, like sometimes sometimes we talk horror movies, and I know everything about horror movies. Yeah, so you would win that. Uh, But but these guys always have the first chance. I'm just saying, maybe that's not fair, Shane. No, it's perfectly fine. (laughs) Here we go. Number four. Now, this is where I, I can display my vocal talents, Ooh. which I have. Jake, that's not here. <laughs> Jake, that's I not wanna, here. I wanted to get his you know input on my vocal, what I can do. Number four. This band formed in Los Angeles, California in 1982 also includes, uh, oh, I should have put in albums. 1982 albums include Saints Will Conquer, Raising Fear. We talked about them already. God damn it. The song I heard was... No, the song you heard was... Only... All right. I'm trying to throw Jameson off right now. I'm really trying my hardest. You're doing your best. Related band, not the same band. But I'm trying my best. Can you deliver... I actually I'm love this band. BT Dubs. They're a great band. Laying out the question. I'm getting screwed. You'll pull through. Gosh. Gonna, 
And do you know what love me? It does sound really close bush to John Bush. Then I shall. I hate that you know it's John Bush because I know that my demise is in me. <laughs> I'm coming. No, by the way, listening to Shane sing is like my favorite thing. Not only is he yeah. handsome, but he's so artistic and beautiful with his voice. I fucking love this guy. Ah, what what was that? Armored Saint. God. And who sings it? John, John Bush. Bush. He already said John Bush. Sing it. I'm not going to sing it with you right now. Turn up the radio. This might be a tricky one. This this number five might be tricky. Yeah? Trick if me. I get one point in this, I'm going to fucking dance like I Solid won. on his rock, though, right? Just rock I'm a fucking or? dork, dude. Huge dork. Why do you think I'm in Visigoth? We're all nerds. Is that yeah, true? but you're sexy nerds. We started. The, we haven't had a lineup change since we started because we're honestly, dark. especially since friends, Jake lost weight. Be, he's you're, sexy you're too. Yeah. And you're and you're you're just all like, sexy. I mean, I'm. I, listen, I can that look is at one of the. Key, I can the look at men and know the if they're handsome. In the world, it's like we're friends. We're fucking pals. We grew up together. Bunch of fucking nerds. Let's rock. Make great music and go. Fuck you, everybody. Shane, next time, yeah. let's do some horror movie trivia because I'm getting my fucking ass kicked. You will kick my ass at horror movie trivia. I've seen a decent amount I, of movies, I, but not I, enough. I dare say. I'm 41 years old. I've been watching them since I was 13 years old. Mm. I Shane, dare, just I, go. Just I go. dare say, I'm kind of on the fence with this, but I feel like this number five might be uh, questionable, but okay. I feel like Jameson's going to get Give me your best one. I'm getting my ass kicked. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I grew up and I saw this before my eyes at an old-timey place. This <laughs> nice. band Speedway in Seattle, Washington in 1985. Their first album, Refuge Denied. Sanctuary. What? Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> You're right, uh, but... <laughs> was, Sorry. Was produced by Dave Mustaine. Other albums include Into the Mirror Black. So good. And The Year the I Sun Died. so hard right now. The song I heard was... Hold on. There we what do you see on the news when you watch TV? <laughs> hold on. I just right. got skunked five to zip, you guys. What do you see on the news when you watch TV? War in the name of God or a playground killing spree. Politicians promise you the world and a preacher cries. All he ever wanted was your money and a bitch on the side. Is that Sanctuary. really solid? Solid. What went wrong? I love when Shane sings. I love this man more than life itself. I do. You, sing it. Pearl? I'm not going to sing with you. But almost almost world Dane. Almost world Dane. Uh, except without that like. Oh, wait, world Dane's the. Uh, like none of wait, that. Wait, yeah. isn't world Dane the uh, uh, never Nevermore guy? Yeah. yeah. He was the same. He just recently story. passed too. That's what I'm saying. You Sing got it. to feel the pain. Turn the up. Jameson wins the five radio. and five. No, he Wait. skunked me five to zip. So before we go, What's, Jameson, uh, for an extra point, what was the name of the song? Oh, is that Refuge Denied? I might be wrong on this past one. Tense. Past tense. Yes, past tense and no, future tense. Future tense. Future yes. tense. Jameson, Visigoth. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. And not, I don't think Jake or Lee, because they didn't show up tonight. I love them both very much. I do. It's I'm I'm having a hard time being. I'm very conflicted right now. They didn't show up. However, one last time, where can we hear your shit? Uh, Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, 
uh, YouTube. The whole album just went up on YouTube. The label put it up today. So, oh, cool. Yeah, so you can get everything for free. But please, for the love of God, give us money. I'm going to give you yeah. money. You know, you gave, you gave us the album early so we could listen to it, but I'm going to pay you money. Uh, American I you dollars. Would. I knew you would. Oh, well, no, because I'm gay as shit for you guys. You know that shit. All right, thanks thanks so much, James, for coming on. We're about to listen to a trailer for a dark song from 2016. Here you go. We'll be right back to talk about it. I've done this three times. Once it worked, twice it didn't. I have to hear his voice again. This is your last chance to back out. Seal it. You do know what we're taking on. A shifting consciousness. Becoming one with the ceremony. Pure. And may all my transgressions be washed. This is real stuff we're playing with. Real angels, real demons. Make me interesting. How do we know that it started? You'll see it soon enough. Drink it! Just remember who's paying for this. Do you know the ritual? No. You agreed to do whatever I said. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Solomon. Sorry, Mr. Solomon. Take off your jeans. And may all my transgressions be washed. And my transgressions be washed. And make me chaste and pure. Washed and chaste and pure. Make me chaste and pure. May my light be here now. All right, everybody, you just heard the trailer for A Dark Song from 2016. IMDb gives us a 6.1. It was written and directed by a guy named Leon Gavin. He has five directorial credits and five writing credits of the movies, of his own movies. So he's basically written and directed everything he's ever done. But this, cool. is, his, this is his first uh, feature-length film. So it's like uh, the other ones were shorts or whatever else. But this is his first one, you know, and so you got to take that into consideration. The guy that's in it. No, uh, no, he didn't star. He he, he writes didn't star, it. but no, no. the guy that's in it yeah. was he the guy that was in Backcountry? Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah, uh huh. Yep, that was him. Was was that the girl that was in Backcountry or no? No, I I to be honest with you, I don't remember. I just remember that guy because he's he's weirdly ugly to be in a movie, <laughs> and so it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick. Call him that. He wasn't that. Ugly. I mean, he was, but he's, he's weird. But he looking. just but he also looks like like a dude that you'd see at the Seven Eleven asking you for like. A buck or two or something like that. I feel like, not that there's anything wrong with that. Brian Brian Posaney. He looks yeah, Brian a little Posaney. bit Brian. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, you know what? But though, but this guy Liam Gavin, who directed and wrote it, uh, he also has four art department cr- credits, uh, and I've heard of two of his credits. 
Evil Aliens. Have you seen that? It's on Shudder. I've watched that. It's actually pretty good. And have you ever heard of the Mutant Chronicles on Sci-Fi? Oh, uh, yes, I have. I don't. I've never seen that, but uh, but but those are his credits. So anyway, so he's a relatively new writer director, kind of moving up from the art department, stuff like that. So good for him. This movie starred Steve Orem, which is the guy that we're talking about, the red beard, as Joseph Solomon. Catherine Walker is Sophia Howard. Mark Huberman is Neil Hughes in blah 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 because there's basically only really two people in this whole movie. Let's right, right. I mean, there's little things here, here and there. Um, and it was filmed in Ireland in the UK. Uh, it was beautiful countryside. Oh, no, no, and the, th- and the and there was some shots <coughs> in the countryside that were just gorgeous, mm-hmm. which yeah. I really liked in this. Um, you know what I like about Irish-made movies is I guess there's a, like an Irish film board that that like donates. Like money to you making your movie or something like that. Smart idea. So, well, whatever. They say, hey, come make your movies here. We'll right. There's time. a high incentive <laughs> to make your movies there. Same with Utah from what I've heard. You know you know what's funny about the, the Irish stuff, too, is I don't know why you wouldn't make your your movies there. I mean, I don't know what it, I mean, what it's the big cities are like. Ireland. But it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. the, like everyone Green, I watch, grassy there's a lot of those that are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen The Grabbers? Yeah, that's that's the same thing. Yeah. That has the uh, the Irish film board too. Mm-hmm. Donate to it. You can always see the Irish film lottery and the with the pink hand that's crossing his fingers or whatever. All right, here we go. This is this is going to be a short plot summary because yeah. there was a lot of detail on one specific thing, and I'll just I'll talk about that in a minute. Woman named Sophia, she's out looking in the Wales countryside for a home where she can be all alone. Right, she's all alone. Sounds like you're rapping. Oh, in <laughs> Westfield. That's the only rap I know, except for lay down on the button your bra. They were the biggest titties that I'd something ever saw. Uh, what about she, guess who back in the motherfucking house or with a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth? I don't know that one. <laughs> but, Snoop but Doggy I do, Dog from Doggy Style. I do know, uh, I do know uh, the Ben Folds version of Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Lick on these nuts and suck the dick. Suck Get the fuck dicks. out before you're gone. Number one, I, I, I mess it up, but whatever. But I, I'm familiar with it is basically what I'm saying. And that's all you can ask him, you guys. So whatever. Snoop Dogg was a dirty son of a bitch. You, you know what's songs. funny? Is I just watched say filth all the time. All those guys wouldn't. It would make me like blush. It was so like, amazingly <laughs> gross. I was in high school listening to this going, you can say that? <laughs> You're allowed to say it's this? It's so funny. I, on Netflix, there's this thing called Coach Snoop. It's like he coaches his oh, football team. Oh, I was going to tune oh, into yeah. that. So I watched, I watched, there's eight episodes or like a half an hour piece. I killed it in like two days. <laughs> was it that good? Well, well, the thing is, I love football documentaries. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, these, these are like, like 14, 15 year old kids, stuff like that. And he's really doing like coaching, right? Yeah, he's coaching yeah. and whatever. The best part. Does he know what he's doing? <coughs> yeah, he seems to know. He also, I mean, is he has, smoking weed he has every five minutes. Well, no, he makes, a, he makes a point of it to not smoke weed around the kids and to be, what's his real name, around the kids and Snoop Dogg, you know, doing his thing. Uh, Calvin Brodus. But there's one hilarious thing he keeps saying the whole time. Every once in a while, there'll be a huge hit, and you'll see it. And he'll be like, dick in the dirt. He'll put his dick in the dirt. And I just start laughing, because my coach used to say shit like that. It's like, and they all just scream and yell, and it brings me back to the good old days of playing football and getting verbally abused by my coaches. I loved it. It was so much fun. It was was just great. Uh, Okay, where were we? Well, how did we get on that, by the way? She invites Joseph Solomon to her cozy retreat. They don't know each other. It seems like she's been looking for someone with his talents for quite some time. Guess what his talents are? Witchcraftry? Occultism. Occultism. Yeah, all that oh, stuff. Whatever. I was, was going to say that. Same shit. Wait, was that her house or is she just like no, renting? No, she's renting it yeah, for a year. Witchcraftry. Sorry. Because she's yeah, trying right. She's trying Gosh. to recruit him right. to perform a ritual that lasts 
months and months and months. It takes a long time to prepare herself. In fact, she's been purifying herself. She hasn't had sex. She hasn't finger banged herself. She hasn't salt around the house. Yeah, we cannot leave, ma'am. We need the we need food. We need everything. She can't even we drink alcohol leave. or anything like that. So I mean, she's got to purify herself. Um, and you know, so basically, what it is 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 you know, she's not very forthcoming about the reason that she wants this done. She's like, you know, whatever. And apparently, this is a very it, it's kind of interesting because I was looking at it and uh, oh, what was it called? It was called the oh shoot, I have it right here. They used the book called the Book of Abraham. Abraham. That Sophia got her hands on it somehow. Is that the Book of Abraham. I think it is, but it's it, but it tells a story about this Egyptian mage and his whole teachings. And they were like a set. That, and basically, he he's teaching to a guy named Abraham of worms. So he's doing right. all this stuff. He's teaching it. But apparently, what it's all about is reaching your guardian angel. Right. Yeah. And the reason that, and we don't know what the reason is for a long time. We do find out that she did lose her son in a heinous cult related teenage, you know, ritual and he's gone, stuff like that. Um, the thing is, this movie, a lot of it, it, I mean, it's regular movie length, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But the thing is, is most of this movie, I mean, the setups there, whatever, but a lot of this movie is kind of going through the ritual that they go through. All the things, kind of like a torturous. It is very, they're like waterboarding her or some shit. They're doing all this stuff to her. And there's even one part where he fakes her out and just needs to get his rocks off a little bit and stuff like right. that, which I thought was funny. I, I, I thought it was great, but I was kind of like, maybe maybe he's not faking her out. I, well, in some beginning. kind of creepy way. It's like, you don't even understand. Well, you remember in the beginning, she was like, he was like, I told you we had to do this. You know, yeah, whatever. We're going to be doing ritual sex and we're going to be doing this. Nope. He just, I mean, spoiler, but he just, he just was, he hadn't had sex in a while. And so he's just like, he didn't have sex because she needs to be pure. But then she gets all jacked off in his pants. He, that's weird too. It's it, worse. And it took like five strokes. I mean, I counted them. I was ever, like, one, two, three, four. Really? No, I did not do that. <laughs> I'd say there was 30. Oh, okay. My strokes. Bad. But isn't that weird, though, that, to jack off in your pants? Well, he didn't Have want to expose himself. He didn't you? want to pull a... What's that What's that uh, uh, comedian that you like so much? The guy with the red hair. Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis C.K. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Master? Yeah, the Mr. Master. Sorry, the Master the, the Bader? Mr. Bader in general. That's that's his name. But have, uh, have you, Rit, Ritzy, I'm asking you a question. Have you ever j- masturbated into your pants? No, not like that. Why would you? I mean, what about you got to walk around. What about laying no. naked on your bed? No. And masturbating in your no. pants? That seems that seems a little bit too high maintenance. I'll, I'll say that right now. But anyway, so, ba- so there, there, when you can involved. shoot it on the clock carpet or wherever, I mean, <laughs> yeah. why, why do that? No, uh, I like to get it in my hand and then throw it against the window like no, Spider Man. You guys don't like put your hand it's up hot. and block it. And then just like, oh. and just clean it up. Like, stick your finger in the hole. No, go, no, you put it. You out. put it up. You block it. You don't like stuff your. Fi- you don't put cotton up your dick hole or anything like that. Isn't sex supposed to be like freeing? Yeah, but I don't want it to I get my beard. Go, you know, let it shoot all over. You know, I'm 45, dude. My shit doesn't. You're not shoot. 45. <laughs> you turn 44 next week. No, I turn 45. Next you week. do not. And. My oh shit my don't shoot across the room like it used to. Just dribbles just out a little. No, it shoots, but it's like it's not even. Like, does a flag you know, that says "bang" come out? It, right, it, dude. Right? I'll tell you. Let me tell you what it does. Okay. Yeah. It it's enough to to make babies, <laughs> but not enough to 
get in your eyes. Not not enough. Oh, I was just gonna say something disgusting. <clears throat> but anyway, so they're doing they're doing this whole ritual, and it's weird because also I was reading up on this, uh, you know, on the on the mythology behind this stuff. Alistair Crowley used it, you know, and there, it's been a lot of weird stuff. It's just, it's, I, I guess it's. I mean, this is like kind of based off like a real type of magic or whatever. So it is kind of a real. Thing yeah, that they're kind of going off. Yeah, I, I, I assume like I'm not a scholar about it. I don't know everything about it, but from what I read, it's like, yeah, this is real stuff. Alistair Crowley was was studying it and doing all this stuff, and you know, I mean, he was into some, he was into a ton of different kinds of. Uh, like, there's a moment where he's like, eat the eat this toadstool. She's like, oh, I ain't gonna fucking eat the right. toadstool. Oh, it's and like then you, drink you kind the of blood. Think, you kind of think, oh, what if it's like he, she ate the toadstool? It doesn't end up that way. What if she eats the toadstool and it's all just some weird trip that you well know, and that and that was part of it because she had to trust him way, she had to trust him exactly. like wholeheartedly because <laughs> all this is happening and she's just and, and he's a weird looking dude yeah he, yeah he's he wanted yeah. 80 grand or something well mm-hmm. yeah she he ended up she ended up giving him 80 grand for it the thing is basically a lot of good that did all in uh yeah right all in all it seemed like the ritual was breaking her down so maybe she she could have you ever like fasted for a while and just haven't eaten all day for one reason or another by the end of it you're just like oh my gosh you know and you're 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 just willing to you know cuz you're so weak and stuff like that. I feel like oh, yeah. it's just breaking her down cuz she had to be in a certain frame of mind in order to see like pay and peyote too with the drugs stuff like that whatever yeah sure this will take you there too you'd be like Anyway, I, I, I got I I've 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 decoded the fucking universe, baby. Right. And then you wake up the next day and go, oh, I got a headache. <laughs> yeah, that happens, man. That happens. So I feel like that's I mean, because like I said, most of the movie is just them like seeing what happens in the ritual to kind of torturous. I mean, very difficult. And it, I mean, it's also kind of a bummer of a movie because we find out that she's doing all this, you know, because she's lost her son. And you know, that's pretty sad. You know, it, it, this was not a cheerful, fun, fast paced movie. It was a slow burn. It, yeah. You know, it, it, you know, I feel like that could turn a Definitely lot of people. Definitely a slow burn. What'd you guys think about it? Ritzy, what'd you think? Um, overall, I liked it. Um, I thought it was different and interesting. Yeah. The, I, 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 um, I wish the ending would have been different somehow. I don't know how exactly. Here's the thing. That's my problem with it. I was really into this movie until the end. It was like, oh. Yeah, it was just kind of like. Yeah. I'd still watch it because I feel like it was pretty interesting throughout the whole, you know, the whole time or whatever. But but it's like, you know, that ending was just kind of corn dick or cheese dick. And I kept expecting there to be a lot of like twists and turns. Like I thought maybe. No, straight up. Wasn't it? there was a drawing in one of the books where it was like it was this lady, witch lady who was all like deformed and decrepit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I thought maybe he was doing something sinister to her, like turning her that into have been a, a witch one. or that something. I agree. I agree with you. Um, or maybe that was part of the ritual. Like she had to become a witch in order to right um, to get, go meet in the order, guardian yeah, angel exactly. to mm-hmm. see the. So child. I thought that's how where it was going, but yeah, unfortunately not. But overall, I'd say it's um, it was entertaining and and what do you what do you rate it? Um, I'd say rent it for sure. For it's Netflix, a it's, a, yeah. it's a. I feel it's like it's perfect on Netflix. For sure. it, you know, you see a lot of shit on Netflix. I think this this rises above a bit, but I, I just for the look and the tone, it was gorgeous too. You yeah, know, keep, I even though that. a slow burn, it still keeps you glued to it. You're like, what's going to happen? Yeah, what do you think, Shane? Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, I would I watched it and I was like, oh, the, I'm glued to it for sure. Yeah, and I was enjoying it, and then I started working on. Visigoth trivia. <laughs> so there was a gap in there. Ah, uh, yeah. But 
I agree with you guys on the ending, but also I thought it was pretty good for the most of the time. Yeah, I mean, but literally like 90% of the movies, I think pretty good. I mean, if you're into that slow, kind of kind of melancholy stuff I like, like that. I, yeah, I like that whole kind of lead up to, no, I agree. Know, hey, you're here with this dude. You can't leave. You're going, what's going to happen? All of a sudden, you know, flowers in the carpet. Okay, we're on our way. And then next thing you know. Yeah, well, okay, so here's, not. here's my take on it. There's two characters basically for the lion's share of this movie. And it's like their interactions were great. And for them to be able to act for an hour and 39 minutes and not, I wasn't bored necessarily, and, you know, at any point. So I was intrigued by the, by the mythos of what was happening with the, uh, with the ritual stuff like that. It was interesting to see kind of the, some of the stuff that she had to go through, blah, blah, blah. The ending kind of killed it for me, but I hope it doesn't kill it for you. I, I just feel like it was too nicely, and, and it was just too kind and of wrapped up the finger part was so weird and random. Remember well, that they did the very end, their finger? I don't... <clears throat> remind the me. bolt cutters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was weird. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, I'm with you. I, get, I, I like the movie. It's, I feel like it's a Netflix for me. Shane, what do you got? Yeah, Netflix. It's perfect. It's right there. Go ahead and watch it. Netflix and chill. That's what I say. But uh, just so you know. How long did it come out anyway? 2016. So, it's, so I mean, it's fairly, it's fairly new. And uh, no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it, was, I thought it was really good. I just wish, I don't know. I was wishing for, the, the whole mood was so dark right. the whole time. And then the end, it kind of switches. A little lackluster. Like, ah, man. Okay. And not even it. the switch. It just, it was just like, it's yeah, over. I, I agree. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Some people might think of the end and, th- and think, "Oh, how inspiring! Oh, this is great." Whatever. Me, I was looking for something a little more sinister. I feel like, but uh, anyway, I don't know. That's all I got for the movie. I liked it. This was a new one. I picked it out. We'll do another new one for next time too. Hey, we don't have to. I know. I, I get it. Oh, well, I we you said, just hey, been complaining about all ones. my dang yeah. movies. No, no I'm I'm not complaining about your no. movies. I get. I get it. We're not complaining about. Th- I'm not complaining about your movies. Oh, I'm just saying something that's, you know, more every, more variation. Every, 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 just every now and then. Uh, we're gonna do an Asian the journey movie next. that we do together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, you pick the album. You pick the movie. You pick you know? the album. But what? But what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I what I, okay, what okay. I'm saying is, it wasn't an assault on you. Going. I hey, didn't. I didn't tell. Why don't you get down baby, to goddamn the movie theater? And, baby, I just and, want you to be out. happy. I just want you to be happy. No, we're I'm gonna do. Saying, I, you know what I'm in the mood for is an older Asian movie. I feel like I'm gonna choose one of those. There you go. Like an older Asian, like supernatural horror, or something like that. We'll do that because I'm. I, feel, I don't want you to think I'm assaulting you on your. I don't. On your I don't think you're assaulting choices. me. I'm a big boy. I can. I can handle a little like, bit of criticism. You know, every every once in a while, <laughs> it's like, hey, this is from. Zagio Tainto from 1832 and <laughs> enjoy this. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I can't even There's no no audio. <laughs> and it's just so frames. you know too, so starting with next episode, we're bringing back the question of the episode. We're going to mm-hmm. have voicemails, we're going to start all that. We're basically we're going to have a band, we're going to have Visigoth on this time and then from here on out for for as, you know, as long as we see fit. We're going to take it back to the old school. We're going to do voicemails. We're going to do an album. We're going to do a, a, a movie. Fucking and just voicemails. go back. We're just, we're just going to kind of chill out and just kind of go with it. We just do what makes us feel good. That's do what, what I like. Feel good. I like doing what makes things. me feel good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, there yeah. you go. All right, you guys got anything else for these fools? No. All right, so for the Corpse Cast, we'll catch you guys later. Take it easy, okay? Oh,